Welcome back. This is Emily at Emily's Podcast and another episode of the events, times, and dates of Megan's story. August 23rd, 2019, the day they staked the cemetery to fix the drains. September 9th, 2019, they start working on the drains in the cemetery, men working in the southwest area. I messaged Matt and I told him he didn't seem concerned. October 2nd, 2019, an orange stake is set for a new headstone to be set in west of Megan's area. October 11th, 2019, men working in Megan's area to fix the drains. October 17th, 2019, they set in a big drain north of the Baby Land 6 West, north of the East West Street. We also went to court today. We were granted to dig. October 28, 2019, there is no small drain in Babyland 6 West area, east of the double headstones. October 30, 2019, headstone stakes is still here. October 31st, 2019, stake for the headstone is still here. Small drain is set in east of the double headstone, east of the tree. November 6, 2019, drains are done, work is done, man blowing dirt off of grass and road. November 9, 2019, gravel cement around a small drain. They also put in the new headstone. Two weeks after they were done with the drains, they set a date, November 26, 2019, to dig at 1 p.m. Every day, two, three times a day, I go to the cemetery after their day of work to check on things. I take pictures every time I'm out here. November 21st, 2019, men are working on the east-west street east of Megan's area. They are widening that street corner. November 22nd, 2019. I took a picture and in the pictures later on, you can on this day see dark lines in the grass, one on each side of the rock headstone, east of where we dug Megan's headstone up. We did not notice the dark lines the first four days. November 25th, 2019. 5.31 p.m., Matt had called and he asked if they had marked the headstone. I told him, yes, they did. I have been out there and yes, it has a red box drawn in the grass around the headstone. November 26, 2019, the day of the digging, about 2.4 feet deep, they pulled out a casket. 1.35 p.m., Madison said, it's opened. It is full of water. They pulled out a little white casket that did not look like the one we buried Megan in. And while being open, it is full of water. The digger dumped the water out onto the ground. The funeral director pulled out a Bible, and it was Megan's Bible. 
also a blanket that was Megan's. The two items that my attorney and I told the city were in her casket as to how we could identify her. But where's the rest of her belongings? They carried the casket to the funeral director's car. They carried the headstone to mine. We left the cemetery. After we returned home, things just didn't add up. I looked over pictures from the day. Madison had also set a video tablet in the car to video the afternoon. I viewed the video. I noticed dark lines in the grass. I looked back on other pictures and the first time the lines show up is November 22nd, 2019. Not any dark lines October 2019, nor July of 2019, even years before. There weren't any dark lines on November 21st, 2019 either. The morning they were working to widen the east-west street corner. 5.36 p.m., Madison and I went back to the cemetery to pick up the dirt they had poured the water on when they dumped it out of the casket. We returned home to view the photo and the video again. 10.46 p.m., I emailed Matt to tell him to stop the cremation. 10.52 p.m., I emailed Nancy at the funeral home to stop the cremation. November 27, 2019, 8.29 a.m., I called Nancy at the funeral home. No one answered. 8.30 a.m., the funeral home called me back. It's a lady telling me Nancy is not in. 9.07 a.m., Matt called. He's not very happy. As I clicked on the phone, I heard someone say something. Then I heard Matt say, I'm going to try to talk her down. I said, hello. Matt said, hi, Emily, it's Matt. How are you? I said, I'm good. How are you? He said, good. I read your email this morning. I got up early and have been working on this this morning. I'm looking on Google Earth. I said, we did that back a year or so ago. He said, you did? When was the second tree gone? I said, it looks like 2010, 2011. He said, I'm looking right at it, and it has two trees at one time, but there is no tree to the north of the tree. I said, the north tree was cut out in the landscaping with the headstone across the street. He said, that headstone, I don't know where that is. I said, across the street from the north tree, the one they lost and had to cut out after a storm. He said, that tree is still there. When I tried to say something, no, it isn't. And he screamed at me and said, don't speak over me. Let me talk. I sat back and listened. He said, if we take it to court, we will be wrong, yelling at me. He said, I'm looking at Google Earth now. It is up on my screen. Come in and take a look. You can come in about 1.30 p.m. Someone in the background said, we're not going to be back by then. He said, you can come in at 2 o'clock p.m. I may be a little late, but you can come in and take a look at this. I said, all right, Matt. Thank you. And we hung up the phone. 
2.30 p.m., I receive an email from Matt. 2.34 p.m., I emailed Matt back. December 1st, 2019, I thought about the blueprint we handed the city between myself and the attorney. We laid it all out for them. My attorney told them of the Bible being in the casket to identify Megan, and I mentioned the crocheted blanket. Then on January 18, 2019, I showed Mark where Megan's headstone should be. December 2, 2019, Nicole and I went to the funeral home to talk to Nancy about Megan's cremation. We had no idea they had already done the cremation on the 27th of November. Even after I had emailed her the night of the 26th, they still went ahead and did the cremation. Nancy said she saw the email, but by the time she got to work the next morning, they had already done it. That evening, I went to pick up Megan's belongings. I had forgotten the file that was sitting on her counter. Madison and I both witnessed a file of about a quarter inch thick, and when I went back the next morning, the 28th, the file was only four sheets of paper in a vanilla file. Three pictures. Number one, an angel pendant picture. Number two, a blanket picture. Number three, the liner to the casket. And then a paper of the belongings. Where the heck is the Bible and the other belongings? December 4th, 2019, I fired Matt, the attorney. December 5th, 2019, 5.01 p.m., the dark lines are still visual in the grass at the rock headstone. December 10th, 2019, 3.09 p.m., dark lines are still here. December 11th, 2019, 2.21 p.m., Yes, the lines are still here. December 17, 2019, 3.56 p.m. It's so sad, but yes, the lines are still here. December 21, 2019, 8.35 a.m. Lines are still here. December 23, 2019, I wrote an ad for a newspaper. I have to try anything and everything. December 24th, 2019, I picked up the case file from Matt's office. December 25th, 2019, 4.04 p.m., Merry Christmas. But yes, the lines are still visual. December 29th, 2019, 5.37 p.m., yes. December 30th, 2019, a lady from Friday's newspaper emailed that the ad is ready. It will run on January 3rd, 2020, then again on January 10th, 2020. January 7th, 2020, we went to the Oklahoma newspaper this afternoon. Madison and I couldn't get in, but I did get a phone number to call. January 8th, 2020, 9.49 a.m., I called the Oklahoman newspaper. January 9, 2020, 12.38 p.m., lines are still here, still. January 11, 2020, 
I start writing names from the headstones in Babyland 6 West. Jen, my niece, is looking up the loved ones and sending them to me. We sent out 205 letters. January 12, 2020. 208 p.m. The lines are visual, but light looks like they are fading due to the grass being soppy and wet. January 14, 2020. I received the first response to the letters I sent out. January 15, 2020. 3.03 p.m. I received the second response from the letters I wrote and sent out. January 16, 2020. 6.36 p.m. I receive a message from the man at the Oklahoma newspaper. 6.51 p.m. I send an email back to the man at the paper. January 18, 2020. I receive a call from the grandson of a couple in a headstone. He had received the letter also. January 19, 2020. Later this evening, I received an email from the man at the newspaper. January 20th, 2020, 10.22 a.m., I sent an email back to the man at the newspaper. 8 o'clock p.m., I received a call from a mother of a baby in the, in the cemetery. She said, I remember the little rock headstone laying next to the tree. She also said she remembers the two trees. January 21st, 2020, 12.52 p.m., a lady from the Oklahoma newspaper called. January 24th, 2020, 2.57 p.m., I emailed the lady at the Oklahoma newspaper. She emailed back. 3.28 p.m., I called the lady at the newspaper. She is confirming. The ad will run Wednesday, January 29th, and Sunday, February 2nd, 2020. January 21st, 2020, 5.18 p.m., the lines are gone. They are not visible anymore. The flood waters have washed them away after we had rain. January 27th, 2020, 12.51 p.m., I receive a call, and I missed a call, but the person didn't leave a message either. It was an odd message, not a message, but a call, and the name is familiar. January 29, 2020, the ad came out in the Oklahoman. February 2nd, 2020, the second ad came out today. February 10th, 2020, 4.34 p.m. KFOR TV station called. February 11, 2020, the packet is sent to the news station. February 28, 2020, I had talked with another attorney that would look at the case. March 17, 2020, I messaged the attorney. March 19, 2020, he didn't take the case. Madison and I went to pick up the case file. We are shut down due to the coronavirus now. And during this process, I have reached out to the city, the city councilmen, state representatives, senators, surveyors, 
lawyers, funeral home, news stations, and newspapers. March 20th, 2020, 1.58 p.m., I put three letters in the mail. March 29th, 2020, Jen starts working on the Facebook cemetery cover-up page. Cemetery is still flooding, even after fixing the drains. It looks like a pond. April 4th, 2020, we sent out more letters to the same three people. April 17th, 2020, looking for natural disaster lawyers. Jen sent a few contacts and pictures on the post. April 18th, 2020, Jen asked an online free question to an attorney. April 21st, 2020, Jen and I played Find the Difference, the match game. April 22nd, 2020, the cemetery is flooded. April 24th, 2020, Jen searched Google Earth to find when the second tree, the North Tree, was removed from the cemetery after a storm had cracked it in half. Just to double check. May 2010 to October 2011. Between this time period, they update once a year, once in spring, next year in the fall. April 30th, 2020, I checked on DNA to test for the blanket and the dirt. May 16th, 2020, I found a picture of Megan in her casket. May 18th, 2020, when I visit the cemetery today, I saw the orbs in the pictures. May 20th, 2020, Jen sent names and addresses of family members of loved ones buried in Babyland 6 West. Jen and I talked about lobbying laws. Jen looked up the name of the woman who complained about the cemetery, and there were four different names. May 22nd, 2020, I looked up tort laws, lawyers. I sent it to Jen. May 25th, 2020, I sent more letters and emails to state representatives. July 11th, 2020, I sent letters again to the three I sent before. July 12th, 2020, I looked up the surrounding states around Oklahoma. Arkansas, Colorado, Kansas, Missouri, New Mexico, and Texas. July 13, 2020, 11.51 p.m., Jen sent a message saying she's sending 10, 15 emails every other day, even resending to some. August 12, 2020, 2.24 p.m., I sent letters to seven different names of state representatives and or senators. August 27, 2020, I saw orbs in three different areas in the pictures at the cemetery. August 29, 2020, I sent 12 more letters. September 1st, 2020, Jen is waiting on a call from a senator's office. September 6, 2020, 3.05 p.m., I had talked to Kendra Horn's assistant. 
September 8, 2020, I had talked to another assistant in Cherise Davis's office. September 9, 2020, I received a letter from our governor, Stitt, with advice to write a letter to the funeral board. September 25, 2020, I received this response letter from our U.S. Senator. He offered to pass the word around. He gave the advice to contact two other senators or representatives. September 11, 2020, I sent letters to President Trump and Vice President Pence and their wives. September 12, 2020, I mailed the letter to the Oklahoma Funeral Board. September 19, 2020, I sent a letter to the U.S. Senator. September 23, 2020, 10.57 a.m., U.S. Senator Jim Enhoff's assistant called. She left a message. I listened. At 10.44 a.m., I called her back. Today, also, I wrote Mike Hunter, Oklahoma Attorney General, a letter. Madison dropped the letter to our Attorney General, Mike Hunter, in the mailbox. September 26, 2020, I received a letter from the governor of Missouri. He told me to contact the attorney general in Missouri. A letter from the governor of New Mexico I also received. October 6, 2020, I received a flyer from Mickey Doolin. October 7, 2020, I noticed orbs in the same area. The funeral board one week should have received the file. October 8, 2020, 12.54 p.m., a woman called from the letters I sent to family members in the cemetery. October 11, 2020, I wrote a letter to Mickey Doolin, our state representative. October 16, 2020, 3.49 p.m., Mickey Doolin called he had received the letter and he was calling to tell me he had just picked up his mail and he will look at my letter and call me back. October 22nd, 2020, 2.33 p.m., I received a letter from the McCaskin office in Missouri. October 24th, 2020, my grandson-in-law and granddaughter came to visit and as we talked, I showed them a picture or two of the cemetery. My grandson-in-law said, Nana, those are lines in the grass are done by a trench auger. I said, really, what is that? My grandson said, it's like a grinder and they screw it into a pole or a rod to grind it into the ground. That's why you see the dark lines. That's why you see the long pole in the picture. My granddaughter, Samantha, got online to look to see what a trench auger was and that's exactly what it is. I received a letter from the governor of Texas. November 6, 2020, fifth week that the funeral board had the file. November 9, 2020, I received a letter from Sheila Jackson. November 11, 2020, I wrote a letter to our attorney general, Mike Hunter. 
November 17, 2020, 404 p.m., I checked the mail and received a response back from the Attorney General. November 30th, 2020, I wrote to our Attorney General, Mike Hunter, a letter back with no intent to mail. December 4th, 2020, nine weeks today, I sent the letter to the funeral board. I wrote a letter also to the Bar Association. 5.29 p.m., I mailed the letters. December 12, 2020, I received a letter from the Bar Association. December 18, 2020, two weeks since I received the letter from the Oklahoma Funeral Board. One week since I received the letter from the Bar Association. Nine weeks since Mickey Doolin had called. January 8, 2021, 12 weeks since Mickey Doolin called. Five weeks since the Oklahoma Funeral Board sent the letter with the reference number. Four weeks since I received a letter from the Bar Association. January 26, 2021, I received a letter from the Oklahoma Bar Association. January 28, 2021, I wrote notes to write a letter to the Bar Association, my defense letter, the defense to the attorney, Matt's accusations. January 31st, 2021, I wrote the rough draft in the defense of his letter. February 3rd, 2021, 5.51 p.m., I mailed the defense letter to the Bar Association. February 4th, 2021, I reenacted a few pictures, pictures from 2004 and 2008 compared to 2016 and 2020. February 24th, 2021, I wrote letters to send to anyone and everyone. March 1st, 2021, I received a letter from the Bar Association saying there will be no investigation. March 3rd, 2021, I sent thank you cards to the Bar Association. March 4th, 2021, Patty wrote a letter to the President Trump. March 17th, 2021, I looked up the names of famous movie stars. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about eight of them. I looked up the information of the Epic Times. March 29, 2021, I mailed files to the movie stars. April 6, 2021, 4.26 p.m., I also wrote a letter to Nancy Grace. April 7, 2021, 3.15 p.m., I mailed Nancy Grace's letter. April 14, 2021, I called Epic Times newspaper. April 15, 2021, 9.38 a.m., I received the letter back from Eric Clapton. May 5, 2021, I sent an email to Epic Times. May 6, 2021, 3.07 p.m., Epic Times emailed me back. They will run my ad next week, May 12th.
May 7, 2021, 8.12 a.m., I received an email from Epic Times. 11.48 a.m., I wrote back to the lady at the Epic Times newspaper. May 11, 2021, I sent letters to two news reporters, reporters in Chicago, Illinois. May 17, 2021, I received an email from the lady at Epic Times newspaper. 3.26 p.m., the lady from the Epic Times newspaper emailed me this afternoon. May 21, 2021, I filled out an application and ad for the Epic Times. 11.11 a.m., Epic Times sent me a message. She also sent the Epic Times agreement for me to sign. May 23, 2021, the cemetery is flooded, water laying all over the ground. May 26, 2021, the first ad went in the Epic Times today. Our Oklahoma Attorney General, Mike Hunter, stepped down. May 27, 2021, 12.51 p.m., the lady at Epic Times emailed me. She wrote, Hi, Emily, I hope you're doing well. Your ad is published in this week's paper. See attached file. Your ad is at the top left corner of the classified section. A hard copy will be mailed to you soon. The last day for the ad is June 16, 2021. May 30th, 2021. We visit the cemetery and it is flooded. And I just want to say thank you to all the state representatives and senators that sent kind responses and gave further advice for me to follow through with. I appreciate you listening tonight, and I look forward to you listening to the next episode. Thank you, and stay kind with your words.